There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. All right, guys. So on Thursday, when this show comes out, I'm going to have to take a flight to DR. I always struggle being nervous. Do you guys have any advice for me to keep myself relaxed? Mm. Frank! Yo, I got a little Johnny Walker for you, bro. Hi! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All what right. color? What label? Blue label, probably. Oh, snap. Yo, I'll be expecting that before the flight. All right, Thank you. you got it. Um... You know, I think you should use uh, listen to some peaceful and calming music. Okay. So I'm gonna make a playlist for you that has just like your, you know, Enya, Yanni, early John Mayer. Whoa. You're gonna be, no, yeah, oh, whoa, but you're gonna be chill. You're gonna be wanting to jump out of the plane, but you're not gonna be scared of the plane crashing. You know what I mean? Okay, cool, yeah. thank you. Well, because you're my friend, this is some sound advice. Why don't you mm -hmm. become a member of the Mile High Club? I'm actually going by myself. Oh, so maybe you should just rub one out before you get on the plane. Okay. Just do a little masturbation. So style? Is that the Half Mile Club? <laughs> no, don't do a Elvis Crespo, please. <laughs> the Latinos Out Loud Podcast. Yo, 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 Do I have to say? I think you still have to say it. Yeah. Okay, all right. Make it up. Fine. People want to hear it. Come yes. on, come on. Fine, fine, fine. Wait, What? we got feedback. Before we were recording, <laughs> we were told that we're too loud on the mics. Mm -hmm. So I think that even though we are Latinos out loud, maybe a nine. Maybe Bring not. Bring it a, down a little? Just a, yeah, because they're complaining. Eight and a half. All right, fine. Right. How's this decibel level? It's good. Okay. Works? Sounds yeah. good. I yeah. cannot guarantee that it's going to stay this way for the next 55 minutes. <laughs> this is still like Rachel like, yelling yelling down the hallway kind of <laughs> volume level. Like, Nita, yo, you going to third period? <laughs> um, This is the Latinos Out Loud podcast, and it's episode nine, and I'm Rachel La Loca. I'm Mike Bago. Jay Ferns. Frank Spacey Nibs. Mike Bago? Is that a combination of your two personas? Yeah. 
Yeah, today I feel like Mike Boggle. Oh, half man. And half. Yeah, yeah. Half, oh, man. half and half. That's yes. nice. That's nice. So what's going on, Rachel? How are you feeling? Um, if I'm truthful to you guys and those listeners, mm-hmm. I'm mad. Oh, shit. Ooh. You know, it's funny that you're mad because I feel like I'm mad as well. Like, I need to get something off my chest. Mm. If I could piggyback off of you two, uh, <laughs> off your anger, uh-huh. because I'm also pretty mad. What? Okay. Yeah. All all right. Yo, guys, it's really weird because I'm really pissed off. What? Okay. Well, you know what? <laughs> What's happening? This is crazy. I think this is something where maybe once in a while mm-hmm. we can create a new segment. Scales, hit it. Why you mad? Why you mad? Why you mad? Okay. That's it. That was a quick intro. Yeah, you know, because we have so many uh, segment intros. I don't, I cheer like, squad, get the cheer I, squad out. Who was that? Singing? I don't know. It's some upcoming Nickelodeon artist that I found on YouTube, and I figured it worked perfectly. And it didn't sound Latino, so I felt like you know just to throw it off a little there. But again, um, Rachel, ladies first, uh, <sighs> tell us why you are mad. And then we'll try to help you. I just want to preface this by saying these are real stories that you're about to hear. Ah. This is not based on a real story. Mm-hmm. These are the real stories. Ooh. And this podcast for me has been therapy over the last 40, how many? 43 episodes? Yes. Mm-hmm. 43. So why should that stop now? That's true. Mm. Okay. I'm going to try to condense this story and give it to you in a nutshell. Basically, um, who I thought was a dear friend of mine. Ooh. Um, Spicy now. Yeah. Offered for me to be the godmother of her recently born child. Awesome. That That's... would be number what for you? Uh, number what of being a godparent? Yes. Yeah. Number one. So this. Wow. Oh, my wow. God. So you must have been God. like, you must have been like, wow, I this is a great so honor. I was so excited. Yeah. I sent her numerous text messages about, you know, me being a recent Catholic because I only converted three years ago. Of course. And me getting the opportunity to welcome this child into the kingdom of God got me so excited. Wow. Like, I want to spiritually nurture a child mm. and help them and teach them these beautiful ways of Roman Catholicism. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Right. And yes. keep him off the pipe eventually, because that's what godparents <laughs> or pretty much need to do to the for the god kids. Yeah, yeah. So this this person gave me the offer via text message and went as far as to say, "Oh, I was going to tell you in the hospital because oh, oh. I went to visit her in the hospital of when course. the baby was born." But that's just me being a good friend, right? And then the next day after the offer was made, it was retracted. What? Okay, she whoa, took the aren't offer. Aren't there rules behind that? I mean, I thought there were rules. You Here can't I go do with that. the screaming, and I'm sorry, but I'm mad. All right, we're back to 11. Right How now. did this retraction go down? Yeah. She basically said in the text message, uh, I spoke too soon, and I really want to give it to our other friend X instead of you. Oh, was man. this on the, on the phone call or through text? Not even. She didn't even have the decency to call me. She Facebook messaged you? This was a text message. <laughs> oh, this deep. Wait, but let me ask her. Did, did she put an emoji with it? Like a sad face emoji? Oh, yeah. It was just no. pure. She just wrote, I fucked up and I spoke too soon. And Was I it really, an, an yeah. emoji of a baby and then an X crossed out of it? <laughs> I'm glad you guys can make light of the situation. Oh, Yo, think about the money you're going to save. Well, my the Jewish side of me was like, Jew moment, I'm going to save thousands across this kid's <laughs> lifespan. So there goes some more money that's going to stay hey. in my pocket, which is great. There you go. How did you take that, like, 
you know, w- did you take it as like, wow, you don't think I'm good enough to be a godparent or you found someone better than me to be a godparent? All of the above. I was like, is this a joke, first of all? Because that doesn't happen. You don't just offer somebody the beautiful sanctity of Dang. being a godparent and then get excited with this person, but then rescind the offer. Wow. Who, who does that? No, wow. that's, nobody that's, does that. Yeah. I get mad yeah. if somebody rescinds, like, giving me a Twix or something. I'm like, yo, but you got two. Yeah. And it's like, no, but I just thought about it. And I won't See, I think, I think she say- messed up because I think if you, obviously, it seemed like, from my point of view, you were like a finalist. Like, you were the top three list. At least open up and like, like look, girl, you made the top three. It was like The Bachelor, but yeah. for godparents. <laughs> You didn't get a rose. You almost got a rose, but then they took it back. She didn't get a pacifier. Well, number one, I got to tell you more. Like, there's a little history to this person Mm. of giving offers, giving very, very important offers. I mean, the pattern has formed of this person giving very important offers and taking them back. For example. For example. When I was having trouble conceiving, she offered me her womb. Wow. But then she got pregnant. Oh. Oh, How dare she? she offered her womb to somebody else I know and then got pregnant again. So the pattern has formed. So I think the way you do it is this. For the next six years, you set her up for her to offer her womb and she's going (laughs) to keep getting pregnant and then eventually you'll be the godmother. I don't know how it's going to work because in six years, she's going to be close to 50 years old. It don't matter. Look, I think if you stay friends with her, it's going to come a time where you're going to need a kidney and she's going to offer it (laughs) and you're going to (laughs) be surgeries already set yo Wednesday thank you you're saving my life she's gonna call the doctor that day like yo um actually I actually like my kidney <laughs> tell Rachel like I'm I sorry kidney, I got a kidney store I can offer though <laughs> would you go to the baptism I'm not oh, sure Frank wow. I, at this point wow. I don't think I'm gonna be invited <laughs> we're gonna be like loving, loving hip hop in church <laughs> you guys like, know me I, I had to express my feelings and I Oof. did in a 10 wow. stanza text message yeah, this paragraphs. is like an email formed is this the type of text message that you can't see the whole thing and you have to click on it and then yeah it's it said to be continued uh, click damn. here damn <laughs> wow but anyway, we have you we, we support you thank don't you. worry about who it who does that seriously that's not right Yo. Ladies, listen, if you out there and you have an opinion about this, holler at me at Rachel La Loca because I'd like to know. At first, I was like, am I overreacting Facts. here? Am I am I upset about this for the wrong reasons? But then I let days go by and it really penetrated like, yo, this is fucked up. It's yeah, fucked up. A real friend, I don't think, does this. I must agree. I agree. A real god friend wouldn't do that. Because <laughs> that's what she would have been to you, right? Yeah. If you're the godparent, she would have been your god, oh officially your god friend, right? Yeah. Well, guess what? God is watching, Ooh. everybody. And the gates are going to open, and they might close on your face. Wow. Ooh. Honey. Speaking of the gates and God and all that stuff, ironically enough, I am going to be a godparent. Congrats, oh, Jamie. Damn. Congrats. A godfather. Are you sure, though? How, how many days has it been since it was confirmed? <laughs> yeah, there's a trend of taking well, it back. I don't know, because this person like promised me her womb one time, and um, <laughs> that didn't take. No, yeah, my sister, no. My sister, it's my nephew, and uh, I was honored, right? Um, oh. And I promised myself I wouldn't do any God, you know, obvious godfather impressions, but, you know, I can't... Uh, I, sometimes you got to break promises, you know? I mean, it's... Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, anyways, but here's the thing, though. I went to the rectory, uh, which is where priests live. If you don't, if you're not religious or anything, 
And I had to I had to get a certificate, right? And so a certificate of eligibility right. to be a godparent. Right. I didn't know. I thought I was just gonna go to the to the rectory and the priest was just gonna be like, you know, here you go. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you just need my name. Okay, cool. Uh, hold on, I don't have any ink. Let me just put some. Uh, I'll write it in blood of Christ real quick. Um, you want some wine? <laughs> Uh, just ignore the little boys in the back. Um, oh, relax, soon. stop. I'm Catholic. Too soon, bro. Uh, <laughs> Way too soon. Netflix Spotlight, though, good movie. Um, here's the thing, though. Uh, it wasn't easy. It was first of all, the priest was actually pretty cool, but he was asking me questions like, "Yo, are you in good standing with the church?" You know, mm. and which is in the actual the the rules that you need to follow to be a godparent. And I was like, you know, I go to church occasionally, and he's like. I didn't. See, I don't. I never see you in church on Sundays. Oh, oh. Toma. So he put you knows. He's one of those priests that like knows in the audience. They oh. watch. They so look. I was, I was like, observe. I probably went to like a Palm Sunday, like in the last <laughs> one Palm Sunday in four years. Yeah, I love how you were ex- uh, um, very specific. A Palm Sunday, not Easter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a Palm yeah. Sunday. I did Palm Sunday, so he knows <laughs> that I know. And he was like, yo, you, I'm not going to just sign it up for you. Like, you obviously, but I, you could take a test. I, I mean, you could take a class. So I got to take this class. Oh, damn. Like an uh, RCIA a, class? Or like a, it's a CCD? Uh, I think it's a GOD. <laughs> <laughs> or a, a GSUS. Is this like, GSUS. Wait, is this like night school GSUS. GED for this? It's GOD. GOD. It's like an H-O-L-Y. Um... And so I have to take this class. First of all, it's all in Spanish. So he's oh, like, great. But he's like, you know, you'll get the gist of it. And <laughs> I have to go through this. It's kind of like taking I'm a man. driving test. You know, <laughs> like you got to you gotta take a test to actually, to, to, deem, to be deemed worthy. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then he also said, like, I hope to see you in church now, coming up in the next couple of Sundays. And I'm like, no, I got to go to church. Yeah. So your so Sundays is, yeah. it goes from brunch to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from brunch holy to church. Wow. <laughs> Uh, exactly. But look, I'm doing it. It's for yeah, obviously man. a great. And um, how many god kids do you have? That's my first. Yo, wow. so you're oh, first. Congrats. So, wow. it's so Frank's the old G out of all of these. Yeah, how I many got, god kids you got? I got two. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Cool. So you, so you feel better. There's a silver lining out of this whole experience. Yeah, but it, this does like my sister's probably gonna be pissed because this does like make she wanted to do a little sooner, and I'm gonna uh, have to take this class. It's gonna extend the time that she's gonna be able. So already, Oof. I she it's might got a little chip on. I don't know if she what? might do what your Rachel's friend did. And take the oh. offer. No, she back. hasn't. She hasn't said that obviously, but she might be like, "Look, I want to get this kid baptized." Yeah, well, Latinos don't play with that. They gotta Latinos do it quick. Latinos don't play because it's yeah. basically about the child's protection. Yeah. you know. Yeah. So you want that child entered into the kingdom of Dang God Jimmy. ASAP. So you're on the clock. I'm on the clock and yeah. it's like I look I, I've known so many godparents and I'm like these people do not go to church they're not religious how did they get the, the signature they must have a hookup at the rectory <laughs> man I, I didn't know I needed a hookup at the rectory I needed someone to be like yo I know father so and so like yeah. we, you know I had a hookup I just came <laughs> yeah, he, I gave him the thing you just got, did you, you have to give him a couple of dollars Frank Johnny Walker Blue right is that what you did <laughs> anyway Frank um what are you mad about? Guys, you guys created a big shitstorm. What do you mean? Us? You guys uh, put a little picture on social media. You guys having a, a brunch yesterday? Oh, boy. Yeah, we... Oh, okay. I oh, see that. where... Right. I was in yeah. the... Yeah. It was like right. Latinos Out Loud brunch, and I was in um, the... Here's the thing. Wait, no. <laughs> Blame Mike. No, totally. wait. How does that... No, look. First he... off, I just wanted to have brunch with Jamie. 
And then it did start as like a bros broing out. Yeah. A bro brunch. A bro brunch. And then like two guys. And then like Sophie got in contact with Fatima and they were like, well, let's have brunch. And we're like, oh my God, that's funny because Jamie and I want to have a brunch. Right. And then I think by accident we did a group text with Rachel was in it. And she's Wait like, a what are you talking what about? Fuck? I wasn't even and then, supposed to be invited. And then Rachel was like, <laughs> hey, I'm available. What? And then she was like, I'll take Edgar. And that is then, not how it went down, you I, mean, I don't know. Maybe because I'm single. I, I don't know. Yeah, no that's way. the only, Well, no, that's, no that, that's it. That was it. We felt bad. We didn't want you to be the uh, the seventh wheel. Okay. Um, <laughs> the seventh wheel. We didn't want you I to mean, be you know, I saw you all with your couple and everything. Uh, yeah. No. Plus, if you saw the size of that booth, that's their, their largest size booth. Oh, so I guess so I had to. Six yeah. was the max. Yeah. I tried to ask for seven because yeah. I knew you might be interested, and yeah. they, they brunch was not uh, nice. not offered. You they guys had termed dinner. it family brunch? But we got you next oh. time. Damn, Although yo. you're, at least you're confronting us because I'm not going to call people out, but they had some very pes- passive-aggressive passive comments. Comments uh, I got on social media. Danny and Jerry will fucking I mean, well, thanks. <laughs> but check it out. Everybody always, they want to be invited to things, but like not everybody always is available to be invited to things, right? Okay. So you, right. no, not you. Right. Frank, we apologize to you. Right. That was thank, a specific thank thing. You guys. But anybody else. Bago like, should apologize, actually. I am. I'm, I apologize. But this isn't right. even about this brunch. I feel like on Facebook, anytime you took a, put a picture where you're like having fun, it's like, hey, roller coaster pick at yeah. Six Flags. Why? Oh, I see. I'm not good enough to go to an amusement park I with. I thought I was in your clique. I guess not. I'm not in the circle <laughs> I'm not of worth trust. It. <laughs> Frank, we got you. Thank you. Guys. We're gonna. We're gonna we'll, you. we'll definitely. We, we had a great time, by the way. Shout outs to Lido Harlem. It was so the food was amazing. And you know what? Typical husband. He was like, ah, I don't want to go. I just want to stay home, watch sports. Man, he had a good chill. time. And he's like, Yo, when are we doing this again? <laughs> it was fun. Like was right fun. after, right? Right after we're in the taxi. He's like, Yo, uh, get it on the calendar. Tell them two weeks from now. And I'm like, All right, relax. <laughs> Take it easy, all right? <laughs> so I want to end uh, the session with me uh, venting because oh, it's yeah, something. Oh yeah, you're angry. Yeah, I'm angry. Uh, I've been holding it in for a couple of weeks, but I just want to get it off my chest right now. And it, what happened is, is that, you know, obviously we share content on, on social media. Um, and I usually put some of our videos up and some Room 28 videos. Um, <clears throat> and I have an ex-boss of mine that's a friend of mine. He follows me. And he was putting comments, little little jabs, like, wow, you know, mm. you, you try too hard. Now, mind you, if it was my t- my specific thing, but when you're attacking people that have collected, like, We've done some of our promo videos, and he's just doing lame. It was getting worse what and worse. What was he saying? He was, it was like, this is lame. This is not funny. And I, was showing, and I was showing, and I was going to go at him. I was going to go at him, and I was going to say stuff that I was going to regret, but I end up blocking him because you know what it was? It's not one of those type of things where you have – we all have friends that are trolls, but this was like a sleeper cell t- troll. <laughs> like he was chill for like two, three years, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what's going on for the last six months, he's been going at it hard. And and like they don't know the context of it, so I blocked them. That's the first person I've ever blocked. And then do you wow, know? Wow, that's surprising. Yes, very much. And do you know that last week he requested me <laughs> I on LinkedIn? A new person Get every the week. Hell out of here. <laughs> he requested me on LinkedIn. So my thing that I want to vent, I want to ask you Who guys. Does that? What should I do? Should I accept them on LinkedIn? What 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 advice do you guys First give? First of all, you still use LinkedIn? I know. <laughs> what is that about? I feel like this isn't really a problem. Just stop using <laughs> did, LinkedIn. Did he send you a MySpace request too? <laughs> Are you guys comparing resumes on LinkedIn? <laughs> <laughs> did he add you on Mi Gente? Well, like, that's where I... Yeah, he was my boss from Mi Gente. I don't know. I, I mean, 
that's tough because he seems like an unsound person. No one, no one in their right mind who's an actual friend of yours is going to give those kind of comments. They hurt. It, it, it is hurtful. He's doing that on purpose. So is he like he's a hater? I, he never came across like he was a hater. It's just been the last five months that he was doing that. Do you think that he thinks it's constructive criticism? But I see, here's the thing about it. On a deeper level, I think if you're a true friend and you know someone's artistic, you send a DM and you can say, hey, oh, can I give you some feedback? But just to throw those like one, lame, corny, this, that. And again, it's, it's a collective. These are our videos and Room 28 stuff. And it's like... You know, like there was one time we put the work, the Mercado Brothers up, and it's like sometimes when you put video of a live show, you don't probably get the energy that's there. But it was like at first I was ignoring it and I was like, whatever. But then it got to a tipping point. I was like, nah, I gotta block this dude. Oh, wait, he did that sketch too? Yeah. I fucked that guy. Yeah, for real. <laughs> tired of haters too because they're really surfacing the more we do the more haters are surfacing why yep. you guys even pay attention to them it's true i stopped there's this one bitch who knows who she is and i see her all the time and i've actually deaded her from existence in my brain good you know like today i saw her and real quick i'm sorry to like give another thing i'm oh, angry so you have another about one. yeah so i kind of do bonus give it i don't know i'm having a problem with females lately i think oh, i'm just no. gonna stick to having male and gay men as friends <laughs> hey <laughs> what's going on rachel you know what's happening but yeah like you know this bitch we we spoke wow, about her this as, is... you know i'm not gonna give her the time of day on this podcast but let's just say i saw her today and she has she's one of those like control freak yeah. women mm-hmm. and I was going into the bathroom and she was coming out and this is how much of a control freak she is. She was like, oh, thank you. I'm like, I didn't hold the door for you, bitch. I opened it for me. What the fuck? You think I'm holding the door for you? Oh, you think I'm stupid? What the fuck is this? (laughs) Wow. She's crazy. You were just in uh, the same bathroom? Or you were in the same building together? Was it the stall? The stall? You opened it while she was in it? The door to the bathroom, not the door to the stalls. So like I was going into the bathroom where there are three stalls and she was coming out and because I pushed the door open wow. she said thank you thinking yeah, that I held it open for her and yeah. I started laughing I was like what? this bitch has lost her mind there's a power trip right there <laughs> so this is what happens in, in women's bathrooms yeah I not always really. wonder, I always a, wondered. Lot, a lot happens in there just with, Frank, how with do you crazy know? girls yeah, I how does Frank know I mean, girls know. Girls oh, talk girls, yeah. so, much for, <sighs> so much for my pillow fighting fantasies. <laughs> All right. No. So do do you feel better now, Rachel, that you vented? I have to say, this podcast makes me feel so much That's better. That's good. Okay. I'm happy. So yeah. I think listeners, once in a while, when it builds up and we're really, really frustrated collectively, we'll have this segment. Um, and we're I think, human. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. human. Uh, I put out a poll for our last Pochinche by intro mm. and 82% of people uh, really enjoyed it. So we're going to wow. bring it back. If you guys don't want it to come back, then you have to collectively vote against it. But we put a little tweak to it. So, uh, Scales. It's time for Jamie's Pochinche Bites. <laughs> wow. it, became a, it became a dembo. That's awesome. <laughs> Anthony Palmini. Anthony, shout out to Anthony. It's like, yeah, walking through the, walking through the club, like <laughs> two AM kind of music. Like, yo, what is this? Is this a sex club? Or? Yes, I, it's very dungeon like <laughs> yeah, in feeling. Dungeon like, I don't know what the next door is gonna gonna offer. 
Um, but let's start it up. Mm. Today's first story. Yes. We're talking about Kylie Jenner. Oh. Um, she, uh, last week, she tweeted that she barely uses Snapchat anymore. Okay. Okay. The, the, this is the exact tweet. And I'm going to try to do like how she would say it. So does anyone else not open Snapchat anymore? <laughs> or is it just me? Dot, dot, dot. Ugh, this is so sad. Anyway, so this tweet. <laughs> that was this good, tweet, Kylie. Uh, I, was gonna, I actually don't know how she sounds. Yeah, okay, they, I feel like they all sound the same. Um, the next day, the company's stock, Snapchat stock, plummeted 6%, or, you know, $1.3 billion. Dang. Wow. Get the hell out of here. Um, so look, Kylie didn't just F up Snapchat's world, all right? right. By doing this, she indirectly helped Facebook, who also owns Instagram, because F- Facebook stock closed Friday up $13 billion. Wow. What? So, Frank, my question to you is, is this somehow connected to the Illuminati? It could be. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> Good one, Jamie. Good is one. this an Illuminati? It could be. It's all connected, guys. Oh, guys, she- next week on the Frank's fake Thursday. news, uh, <laughs> I've got something for you there. Oh, she's just being Illuminati. Anyway. Oh, oh, Jamie! We had, we had a button. We had a button for you. Uh, the okay. board isn't the here board today. The board is not here today, so but we had to. It's going to have to be a bunch bro. of live, Jamie! <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. I have another uh, real question. So can she? What can she actually tweet? What would you want her to tweet out? You know, criticizing something that you think that would actually be beneficial, like you know, student she, loans. Yeah. So she should just so yeah. I have a fake t- Kylie tweet about student loans. Uh, <laughs> so so many of my friends, not really, are so struggling with student loans. They should just end it. End of tweet. Nice. Thank Rachel? You. I don't know. I, you know, I'm not really. <laughs> Maybe she just tweets about doubt. Like, I hate people that doubt themselves. Dot, dot, dot. Ugh. Da, if da, she's da. got that much influence, maybe she could tweet about the haters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think she should tweet about haters. I, she, I think she should get more political. Yeah. Tweet maybe, about Trump. I tweet about be. Trump. You know what I mean? Like, her sister is stopping protests with Pepsi. You know? Yeah. True. So, you know, that's inspirational, right? So she should be like, oh my God, Trump, what's his deal? <laughs> and his hair is so gross. <laughs> Ugh. Imagine Kylie Jenner leads the impeachment movement. Oh, my God. That'd be some shit. (laughs) Wow. Um, And as you know, anytime I talk about one member of the Jenner or Kardashian clan, I got to talk about another one. Of course you do. Of course. It's like a plus one. So, Chloe, don't mention Lamar Kardashian. Um, She, she, her and her revenge body are planning to eat um, her her baby's placenta. Wow. This is a thing that... Um, Kim did in 2015. What? So you uh, can have like pl- placenta chips? <laughs> well, <laughs> Are look, those Kim- like platanum chips? <laughs> what, what? They ate the placenta. Kim did this. Um, she turned, actually turned her placenta into easy to digest pills. Oh, So I'm assuming Compared that's to what- not easy to digest <laughs> pills, right? Well, because I think you, the first thing you think of, oh, she can eat a placenta? Like the placenta, like yeah. Cell, yeah. blood cells. Like and, put and it on a plate. Shit. You're thinking a plate. You know. It's like eating liver, like the, or the <laughs> exactly. gizzards wow. of the chicken. No, they make it cool. Like they, people will pop these pills like Flintstone vitamins, pretty much. Okay. Oh. I'm a, you know, I'm a Kardashian kid. <laughs> 10 million butts are growing. Oh, God. Um, Jamie! Uh, 
So, be- you know, That's I don't know. That's a record, by the way. That was within two minutes. Three in like two minutes. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's going to start yelping placenta brunch spots, but... <laughs> oh, gross. I think this is this is interesting that That's a tweet. These uh, guys... There are, benef- there's are um, positives to, to using this, evidently, according to them, according to WebKK instead of WebMD. Um, <laughs> the, it helps depression. It helps depression. It helps... Um, Depression, postpartum, <laughs> postpartum, prepartum, uh, <laughs> all that stuff. So there actually are benefits to this, and you know maybe this is something that's going to catch. On. I'm sure it's going to catch on because the Kardashians, yeah. everything they do catches. Can up. you like buy other people's placentas and make it into food? Um. So you want to have? You want to try Kim's? someone else's placenta? You want to try kill form? Try it out. Okay. Whatever w- makes money. I wouldn't mind popping a placenta placebo. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually catchy. Like, it's a catchy Placenta way. placebo. Wow. <laughs> Jamie, is there any other uh, bochinche bites? Yeah, guys. So you're not going to believe this one. Okay. So what? you guys remember uh, The Exorcist. Oh, yes. Man, I hated that movie. You did? Oh, man. That movie's scary. the scariest movie. Scary, yeah. scary you, you, Frank, stuff. I, I can't see you afraid, Frank. Yeah, I saw it when I was like five, six years old. Like, you could fight movie. a grizzly bear. Well, look. Yo, check this out. Scary. This is This is real. After seeing... Uh, uh, an increase in the demand for exorcisms. The Vatican mm-hmm. announced it would hold a week-long conference to train priests in how to rid people of demonic possessions. Wow. So it's like that old saying, when life gives you demons, you make some demonade. Oh, God! <laughs> Jamie! U.S. Check it out. I'm not even gonna... USA Today. <laughs> I think we're gonna edit that I'm one out. I'm gonna lose my we're voice gonna edit that one out. Show, Let's get like serious. Let's get serious. USA Today, Today, which is a real newspaper, (laughs) reported there are about 500,000 cases requiring exorcisms in Italy each year. Each year? Italy got it bad. What the hell are you watching? Like, uh, we're, we're 500,000 is a lot. I'm assuming dating in Italy is really hard. (laughs) What? You know, women are eating dinner. Getting to know someone, and the next minute they're possessed by an evil spirit. You know, so, so my mother's from Milan, my father's, <laughs> and my father is from hell. <laughs> um, I thought this would be more prevalent, like in the Latino community. You know, you know, but I can't believe Italians do are more so, uh, you know, crazy. suffering that from is, this. Yeah, but it would take some Latinas, Latinas out of business. Absolutely, there's a lot of Latinas who go with the sage the and santeria. you know the santeras. Yeah. Are chickens involved sometimes? Absolutely. Of course. Okay. So if there are trained priests that are going to take their jobs away, oh, there man. might be some picketing and, and protesting. Oh, yeah. Well, check it out. There are people in France. The demand for exorcists has also soared, right? But they have independent contractors taking up the jobs there. So <laughs> p- these people are charging $178 an hour. Okay. And wow. um, I'm in the wrong. How long does it take to get rid I of the job? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or the demons. Uh, multiple hours? <laughs> Well, I mean, you got to negotiate, right? True. It depends how big your house is, too. I'll be up there with a steak and some holy Aquafina and be like, yo, where the demon at? I'm trying to get paid. But, um, but yeah, definitely. Maybe there could be like a new Uber service, too. Like, how would that work? Frank. Frank, hey, get up on that. Wow. Uber exorcist. <laughs> Instead of like Uber pool, Uber car seat, now new Uber Exorcist. Let's write that down. Yo, Frank, you can make a killing in the heights. Honestly, nine um, minutes. The exorcism is gonna start, everybody. Nine minutes it's on its way. Wow, I don't think we could top Uber Exorcist. So that's all for the bites this week. <laughs> Good bites. Nice. Good bites. And I think now it's time 
for my new favorite segment. Come on, come on. Loca. Uh. Loca. It's the queen, y'all. Loca. The Loca List. All right, you guys. Mm. This is a special one, okay? Because today is Monday the 26th, right? We're mm-hmm. recording on a Monday. Tomorrow yeah. is Dominican Independence Day. Ooh, baby. 27 de febrero. Hello, hello. What song is that? Fernandito. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. So in honor of Dominican Independence Day and our heritage, I thought I would share the list of the top 10 benefits of being Dominican. Woo. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. You guys ready? Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Number 10, the innate ability to dance merengue and bachata. True. Right? Right. You never hear of merengue and bachata dancing schools, right? You That's hear true. salsa dancing schools. That's because it's not something that can be taught. You either have it or you don't. They start a murder. Meaning you're either Dominican or you're not. Yep. Mm. That's it. Number nine. Knowing there will be a slamming ass Dominican cake at all the birthday parties. Yes. 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 Oh, so good. And if you've been deprived and have never tried Dominican cake, please holler at Angela's Cakes on 182nd and Audubon right here in Washington. You're plugging people. You have sponsors within the top 10 (laughs) list. How does that work? Listen, this list is on and popping. They're hollering at me. People are going to hit you up. They're hollering at me. Shout out to my boy Carvel. If you want the ice cream. For the cake. <laughs> Angela's on 182nd and Autobahn, but they're going to be moving real soon. They're blowing up, and so they're moving to Amsterdam. It's not in the living room anymore, right? They're no. expanding in. So no. you, you can't have your cake and eat it too, guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie! That's four. Okay, number eight. Mm. Getting the ability to drink at 16, right? I think oh. a little, I was a little younger, I think. A little younger for yeah. me, it was like 16. Like more like nine. Okay, whatever. Yeah. But once the adults get twisted at a Dominican house party, the beer is open for the taking. And they'll even think it's cute and take a picture of you if you're between the ages of 12 and 16. And then, a few hours later, you end up passed out like a baby drooling on a bed of strangers' coats in your room. It's great. Yeah. We've all been there. And it's very comfortable. Sleeping on people's coats is so comfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's better than a down comforter. It's better, down than, memory, it's better than memory foam. <laughs> <laughs> I have drooled on many, uh, many, many, many a, a coat. Many a coat. <laughs> number seven. Okay, number seven is one of your family members always got a good scam going. Mm-hmm. Okay, for example, cable hot boxes, cell oh, phones yeah. with no chip, oh, hot Amazon God. fire sticks, <laughs> prescription <laughs> drugs with no script needed, and this one, this one topped the list of scams. My boy Frank has a boy who has a dentist chair and all the necessary tools set up in his bedroom. What? So if anybody needs a Dominican root canal, Frank knows a guy. Frank, can you get that plug? I mean, can you get the, what, what like 183rd in St. Nicholas? Where is that at? Well, this guy was a prominent dentist. He just can't practice over here. So he got over here oh and, you know, does it, he does it at a, at a, at a good rate. My boy Cav, it, I, I have to find out if my insurance covers this and then see no if I'm eligible. No insurance needed. You just hit him off and I'm yeah, sure he barters. Cash only guy. Of course Bring him some gold. He does can he melt do- it into a cap and you're good. Of does he do braces? Of course. Okay. He does braces He's too. He's an orthodontist, he does, a periodontist, he does, he does a dentist. Can, he does root canals. He does, he does braces. Does he do lawsuits? 
because <laughs> we can talk to our guests about that we'll later. That yeah, yeah. I don't oh, think that's, that's a good. A... That's a great question to have. Okay, yes. you guys ready for more? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Number six, a remedy from your abuela or your mother for every single ailment. Oh yeah. Which most of the time includes a regimen of Vicks vapor rub. But quick story. When I was trying to conceive, a friend of a friend smuggled me back what Dominicans call botella de embarazo. Or in English, it's pregnancy in a bottle. Google it if you're curious. But basically, it's a real thing. And it's a brown liquid with all types of roots, herbs, and quite possibly cow semen. Um, You can only get it. That's what it tasted like to me. Mm. You can only get that from DR. Uh, You have to take a shot of it. I'm familiar with the goat semen, but I'm not familiar with the the cow. There was definitely some sort of dirty yeah. farm animal semen and testicles floating right. around oh, in the bottle. I, get, I think I got the bad milk, guys. This is cow, <laughs> this is cow semen. <laughs> anyway, you have to take a shot of it every night followed by beet juice and molasses, remolacha and molasses. Okay. And whether that did the trick or not is still a question, but I certainly got pregnant with my son a month after drinking oh. Botella de Embarazo. Facts. Yeah, I think you need to go to Shark Tank with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I have some samples to give you. Check this out. Yo, Mark, you're Cuban. Come out. Get up. <laughs> Ay, Dios mío. All right, we're only halfway through. Can we continue? Yeah, yeah. Number five, Dominicans really take care of our planet because we recycle more than anyone. Okay? Wow, this is a very good point. Yes. When we're done with our wardrobe, we send a ton of clothes and a giant barrel to DR for our cousins in the campo, right? Facts. Yes. We use old mayonnaise and olive oil to make hair treatments, yes. right? Facts. And some of us even wash plastic cups and cutlery until they break, right? True. Tell Facts. me you don't have a family member that washes the plastic forks over and over and over, over and, and over and over again. Use it for a few months. Why see, not? See, see. So we are recycling and keeping this planet in good shape. Rice. Number four, chimichurri trucks. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. If you're in need of a Dominican-style burger, totone, maduros, or anything else fried at any hour of the day or Yum. night, there's a chimichurri truck waiting to please you. And quick sidebar, okay? Hipsters claim to have invented food trucks, uh-uh. but chimichurri trucks have been around for decades, my friend. Word. Decades. Get them, Rachel! Hipsters. And them chimichurri trucks are the best when you come out of a club at 4 in the morning. They're right there and... You you can have Although the best as you meal. get as you get older though that shit is not <laughs> a good idea. I'm like I feel my heart like what the fuck are you doing? Am I having a heart attack right now? I it's just a chimmy need... sauce. It's just a chimmy sauce. My arteries clogged. I yeah. can feel it. I feel like like a giant foot is like standing on my chest when I go to sleep right after Jimmy Chudy and shit. I think I may have a stroke tomorrow. But these tostones are banging. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number three. We're almost through. Number three, also along the lines of food, two words, tres golpes. Ah, A.K.A. the Dominican breakfast of champions. It consists of mangu, A.K.A. mashed plantains with a side of fried cheese, salami, and eggs. Mm. Now, folklore has it that during the American occupation of Dominican Republic in 1916, Uh an Irish-American soldier was eating in a rural town of DR, and one of the campesinos served him mashed plantains. Mm. And after trying it, he uttered, man, this is good. And he took another spoonful, and with the yummy mush in his mouth, he again muttered, Man, good. Thus birthing the name Mangu. <sighs> wow. You know, Rachel, can, can we do a timeout? Story. Can we do a timeout? Oh, wow. This you is must have where... done your research. Holy cow. Yeah, I, no, did, I, I do so. research every week. Rachel, that this is... is what separates segments and everything 
on the internet. You, your research is, is wow. on point. Thank you. This That's is thank you. good. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Number two, we turn a funeral into a fiesta. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Don't believe me? Just drive by an Ortiz funeral home on a Friday or a Saturday night up here in the Heights, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Bottles clanking, car speakers blasting, dancing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Thus leading to the number one benefit of being Dominican. You ready for number one? Let's go. Yes. This is also a fact. The number one benefit of being Dominican is we are the happiest people on earth. Okay? Whether it's a trip. That's Mexican. Frank, that's Mexican. Okay? Whether it's attributed to the Mama Juana we drink or all the sex we have, Mm. Dominicans will always turn that frown upside Upside down. down. Yeah. And that's all I got. All right. And we're up to now to the fake news. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spirison News with Frank Nibs. Hello, folks. Hi, Frank. I know some of you may uh, may have uh, missed me last week. Yeah. But we... this week's news is going to make up for it. I have a new invention that's going to be coming out, or a new service, should I say, and I'm very, very happy because it has to do with my day job. Oh. oh. Right? This new server was was unveiled in a conference in Singapore, in Singapore okay? Singapore? Is in that Singapore. close to Singapore? <laughs> yes. Oh. Now, basically, this service that uh, we may be providing in the future, it's basically an iPad, okay? And it's over a person's face, and they can go anywhere for you. They can go to an actual meeting or an event. And actually, they have that a screen in their face, and you're basically your face is in front of that person, and you're FaceTiming. So that person's your mm. face is in that person's right there, body, and they can see everything, allowing <laughs> them to interact with people, you know, live. So you're there, but you're still at home in your pajamas. There you go. Amazing. All right. So they call this new service the Chameleon Mask. Mm. All right. But last come on, week, come on, come on, come on, chameleon. So last week. Social media got a hold of this news, all right? And they termed it the human human Uber. Oh. So people had ideas of an Uber driver actually going for you, puts on his iPad, on his face, and he goes out, and he provides I a service that. for you. You like yeah. that? I love that. Could I do, like, human Uber dentist so Maybe. I don't really have to go? And they could just drill... Well, the I, iPad, I guess. Sometimes I hear you guys have to go to people's like events or what have you. You don't, you can't go. You like, damn, I have oh, to show face. Yeah, yeah, I hear yeah. you guys saying that a lot of time. You could yeah. be in the red. You could have me go for you, and I just put on, you know, that. Amazing. So I you go. could you could be like sent to like dump somebody. There you then, go. You just, I could go. go I could go break. I could break up with your significant other. Nice for That's you. Cool. That it's is a so service. dope. All right. Unless you change your mind and while you're there and you try to dump, you just change your mind and then you go rogue. All that right. could be something else. Now, this human Uber was invented by a gentleman by the name of Jun Rokimoto, a professor of information studies at the University of Tokyo. He says the invention can be used for now for remote, pre- remote presentations and giving lectures in classrooms and at remote participations sure. at different conferences. And sure. for lazy motherfuckers. He, did, he <laughs> said that at the end, right? He made sure that, that, that they know that most of the people going to use it are lazy. So lazy would you do it, Frank? Would you? Of course. It provides a service for us. Now we can actually go to, actually drive to the place. You don't have to go. Right. And we actually present you. Right. Nice. Now you can like visit your family, but not really. There you go. Oh, yeah. I hear you baby guys. Baby showers. There like you, you don't want to go to baby showers. Like, what are you talking you about? Like, I was there. Yeah. Did you like my gift? I was like, yo, I pinned the tail on the donkey. Well, the guy that, was my bo- that used my body, <laughs> that was pretending to be me, he did a great job. There you go. <laughs> 
Nice. So, I love this news. I like that. Thank you, guys. Can Thank we you. get people that look like have better bodies than us? So it's like I want a guy with abs, but with my face. They're going, yes. they're go, they're going yeah. to be doing that eventually. You okay. should be able to select like who you want. I'll have him go to the beach for me. <laughs> Yo, guys, I'm here. Let's play some volleyball. Yo, Jamie kind of look. His his body's looking good. I know it's not really his body, but... Hey, human Uber, I need you to go to the gym for me four days a week, oh my if God. you don't mind. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow, you guys are coming up with more stuff. I like that. Yeah. I love well, this, Well, thank dude. you. And, guys, if you have ideas of what you would do if you were a human Uber, hit us up. Or hit Frank up on or his Frank, email. Because yeah, you guys have his email, so... Nibs at gmail.com. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, Frank. Thank you, folks. Thank you we very much. We missed you last week. I missed you guys, too. All right. So I think now it's time for some shout-outs. Can I go? Yes. Okay, thanks. Much love, as always, to our partners at Yerro.com. That's L-E-R-O.com, the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. Believe it or not, more football is coming our way. Are you ready for some football? This week on the site, Yerro takes a look at Latino NFL hopefuls who have a wild card chance at making it to the pros. So visit Yerro.com for the full scoop. And big shout out to our friend Jessica over at Yerro. Next. Next. Uh, my shout out is from Uptown Collective. April 13th, Friday, from 5.30 to 8.30. Juno Diaz at the United Palace presents Islandborn, and he's going to do a live reading, and I'm believing they're going to be selling the books that day as well. So if you want more information, go to uptowncollector.com for more info and tickets. Amazing. 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 You know what else is amazing? Like, amazing with four A's. Like, amazing is our guest who just walked up in here. Nice. Get your headphones on, boo-boo, because we're about to take you on boo-boo. a ride. We're about to take you on a ride. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he is a personal friend of all of ours, I believe. Yes, yes. We've known him for quite some time. And actually, he's also inducted into the, um, should we call them the two-timer club? Yes. Because he was a guest when we had our online radio show back in the day, the Bochiche Bueno show. Mm-hmm. And now he's a guest, what, eight years later on Latinos Out Loud. That's right. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, he is an ESQ, okay? Which means he's he's psychic? He's Q? Not ESP. Ay, Dios mío. He's an SQ. He's an attorney. He is Dominican. He's doing amazing things for our community. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Charlie Vargas to our podcast. Where's my beat at? Okay, so uh, Charlie was talking to us in the back, and he actually wanted to say something about what he was upset about. So Mm. because we love you so much, and you are part of the special club of being a two-timer, we're going to play the song for you. Why you mad? 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 That's a great intro. So, Charlie, I guess we need to start this interview by yes. why you're mad. Yes, I, but first of all, I just want to say thank you for having me, guys. You guys Aww. are like family. Absolutely. You know, I miss you guys. You know, the first time was was awesome. I had yes. an amazing time. As a matter of fact, when you were, I guess, we had Rosal Costa on that show as yes. well. Oh, yes, my I remember God. that. Yes. yes. Wow. That was, Damn, Dominicans. Yes, we be yes. repping for Dominicans. I'm just saying. <clears throat> you guys are the best. And thank like, you. both you and Rosa have come so far. <laughs> In different ways. Since but that. right, right. <laughs> we, we Rosa literally paths. comes a lot. Oh, wow. No, I'm just kidding. I love Rosa. Get out of here. That was just a joke. That was just a joke. Oh my god. No, but you right. know, both of y'all. So why are you mad? All right. So I'm mad. Um, it, you know, it's funny because I didn't think I was going to be mad about this, but 
So recently, um, we found out that my sister's expecting. Mazel okay, tov. Yes, yes. So we're really excited about that. Um, you know, she's my, my sister from both mother and father. Uh, the one that's that's a rarity to in the Dominican right. culture. So you have you to know, make that clear. I, you know, I have a Dominican <laughs> father, so I do have nieces and nephews from my father's side, right? Um, but you know, this is going to be great, and we're we're super excited. Um, and she decides not to reveal the gender. She oh. says she's going to wait till birth. Wow. And I feel like that's super selfish of her. And that's very anti-Latino, you know? Yeah. Like, first of all, Latinos are the first to get on this gender reveal party bullshit. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. You know, right. it's all over Pinterest, it's all over Facebook, all that shit. Latinos are the first one to throw a party now for the gender reveal. So I'm very shocked. Yeah, you know, they I even just... make flyers now for these events. Right, right. They've thrown it in the clubs and stuff. She could at yeah. least have a cake in the delivery room. Right. So right. maybe like a minute before <laughs> the baby officially comes out. All right, can we at least cut it? I want to know a minute before she does. Yeah. Right, right. And you're mad about this? I'm mad, you know. I, you know, I want to know if I have to. To, you know, purchase a gun or, or, or basketball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. That's what I want to know. And you know what the crazy thing is that she actually uh, allowed, you know, her fiance, the, the, the father, to the upcoming father to, to know what the gender is. So he knows. So he knows and he and, and she promised up. and he promised her that he wasn't gonna tell anybody, not even her. So they wow. live in the same apartment. Mm. He knows and she doesn't. So I called him the other day and I was like, listen, man, like, let's go out for, for a drink. He was like, I know what you're trying to do. It's not going to happen. It's not, not going to happen. You know, opening day, opening day tickets, you know what I'm saying? You know? Uh, Skybox. I mean, you know, we could just talk about random things or like right, baby right, genders. Right. Yeah. What's your Bemino account? I'm, I'm just going to slide in some money iPad. in there. Look, yes, here. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> That's right. It's it's funny that you mentioned that because it, it is true. Like back in the day, that was that was the tradition, you know. Right. You not want to know, but now the way things have come along, you do get upset when the person doesn't want to find out right. and have this celebration thing. So right. I think it's very valid that you yeah, are. Very you upset. know, I'm, I'm a very family oriented person, and also like there hasn't been any any babies born in my family for a while. This is the first. Mm. So oh. this is you know you know so so we're really excited and anticipating. Yes, yes, yes. And I had my first troll. You mentioned troll. I had yes. my first troll you actually yesterday. You mad about yesterday. more stuff? Let's go. Uh -oh. you know I'm about to just unloosen my Yeah, please. Okay, unloosen no, no. the tie. First of all, he's dressed Take way... Take off your shirt if you have to. <laughs> he's just way more better than uh, me and Mike right now, and <laughs> we're feeling very not fashion forward at the moment. Next week, yeah, I'm going to have to step it's it up. It's just a Absolutely. good day. Absolutely. So, uh... Do you want to discuss a little bit well, about just, this troll? Or? Yeah, yeah, just a little bit, just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, please, this is you know, the forum. This is therapy. Okay, okay, is okay you, know, you know, so a while ago, not a while ago, about two weeks ago, I, you know, I had gone to Trinidad, celebrated Carnival, by the way, an amazing oh. experience. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing, seeing, Listen, uh, yeah. uh, so much great energy, the music is amazingly good. You're a well-traveled man, we gotta talk about that. Thank you, thank you. Um, and... So I posted a photo because I, I felt it was such a proud moment. Like it's a Caribbean situation. Mm. I didn't yeah. see too many Dominicans out there, even though we're mm. a part of, you know, the Caribbean. So, you know, I was out there repping my flag, like going <laughs> super hard. And, uh, you know, someone commented on, on Instagram, not to take it all heavy. And he goes, well, the flag in the history is very anti-black. Oh. Mm. And I was like, yo, bro, chill. First of all, that's a super blanket statement. Ignorant is, chill out. He came back within hours. I didn't even know you could put bullet po uh, bullet points on on Instagram. He came back <laughs> oh, like with he seven paragraphs. He, he cut oh. and pasted from Microsoft Word yep. and like the same yep. format into yep. the yep. comments. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to do... With footnotes. With footnotes. And references. Right, right, right. And yeah. references. Right, right, right. And at that point... Oh, he said, you've been baptized. What? Wow. Like, yeah, I was like, you know what? I'm black. I mean, black. Is that his catchphrase? He probably <laughs> says that to everybody. Oh, by the way, you've been baptized. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah. My hidden ca- it's my hidden camera yeah, show. Yeah. There's a camera here. There's a camera right, there. Right, right, right. There's a yeah. lot of baptism talk on this episode. I know. Oh, this is Just like... saying. Is it a season for, for baptisms? And, and I, guess. I guess. it is coming up. I do a lot of baptisms mm. in June and wow. Easter, actually. No, Easter is like the big baptism period. But anyway, so look, do you feel better? I feel better. I feel okay. better. And, and I took, and I took Bago's approach. You know, I didn't feed into it and... You know, you don't want to, yeah. them to take you to a place where Was you Was it someone to... that you sort of knew? I never, we didn't have one friend in common. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's that there's is a lot weird. of weird people out there, so. There are, and I don't know, there's no need for it. You yeah. are a very successful man, which I want to get into. Let's talk about yeah. what okay, you do. I appreciate that. Okay. No, Charlie, this is not the place to be timid. <laughs> this is like, you know, let's let everybody know what you do because okay. you're going to inspire a lot of listeners. Thank you. You're a Dominican attorney who not only does the job of being an attorney, but you take those services into the community right. and you uplift other men, children. Like, I'm not going to do your PR for you if that's where we're going. <laughs> I mean, no, you, know. you need to tell everybody what you do. You're doing you a do. good job. Thank you, because I know you. But what do you do? Okay, so I'm an attorney by trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do mostly criminal defense, uh, but I also do other laws that affect the you know underserved communities, such as family law, matrimonial law, housing law. So, so I tend to focus. Um, a lot on that, but mostly uh, criminal defense. And I, you know, and in criminal defense, you come across a lot of like young men. You know, sometimes women, but but young black and brown men that not only need to uh, get a criminal matter resolved, but they also need some mentorship. So I, I use my, you know, ability and my and my and my position to try to like, you know, sway them in the right direction. What made you want to become an attorney? You know what? That's really, you know, it's funny. I was just having a conversation with someone about that the other day. Um, and I've come to a point where, you know, I, you know, in, in wanting to, like, evolve as a person, uh, wondering whether I always wanted to be an attorney or whether it was a reactional situation based on where I was, where I was raised, what I saw, um, which, which tells me that I wasn't too, con- you know, I'm not too much in control of my you know, but that's more of a philosophical situation. But um, to be quite honest, fraternity, you know, fraternity guy, I was on a step team. We had traveled Shout to out Miami. Hey, La Unida Latina, Lambda, Uson Lambda Fraternity yeah, Incorporated. Bye. What's up? Hairo, what up? But I said, brother. Hairo is stomping the yard. Hairo is stomping the yard right now. Hairo is strolling in the studio. Hairo, please calm down. Yeah, Hairo is spazzing out and uh, not controlling his body. uh, But yes, Yes, shout out to the frat. And and where'd you go to undergrad? I I went to uh, University of Buffalo. Yes, you know, and, uh, you know, then after that, um, I went to uh, CUNY Law School. And uh, but before before I went to community law school, I was working as a paralegal trying to get into the industry and so forth. Awesome. So you also so not only do you you're an attorney by trade, but you also do sort of these extracurricular activities for the community that you were telling us about. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. You know, I I'm I'm all about look, not to say that I was an at risk kid, but I was um, into many different things as a as a kid. I was into sports. I was into you know, just hanging out outside. I was very social. My friends not only consisted of of of, of people of young uh, men or young boys that were that were going to school, but you know, unfortunately, you know, life took them elsewhere. So so I was very uh, well versed when it came to like all the segments, all the population in the community. So 
because of that. And I was really never a great student. So um, my father had passed away when I was uh, seven years old. So I, I now, as a man, I realize that not having a, a male figure there really did impact me in a way where I wasn't as focused. I was a bit withdrawn when it came to school, didn't really quite see the connection between school and, and real life. And it only took me actually meeting, uh, you know, uh, folks that were actually doing the work and, and, and could explain it to me a way that I can grasp. Um, and a lot of them looked like me, came from my community. Um, and, and that's when I realized that, you know, it's great for me to come back because, you know, sometimes cats aren't going to, listen to the, the the person that they can't relate to. So, you know, I, I went to Cardinal Hayes High School, all boys high school in the Bronx. Shout out to Cardinal Hayes. I'm a man St. Michael guy, so there's a little bit of tension please. in here. I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to, I'm sorry you're from there, man. I knew that side eye that Jamie was giving <laughs> I only went because my friends went there. It's actually pretty far. I, I live in the Heights. It's pretty far from the Heights, I think. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so, just, uh, just letting that know. But there's no beef. All right, good, good. I appreciate that. <laughs> Did you grow up in the Heights? I grew up in Harlem, which is like five blocks from the Heights. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, as a result of that, I'm involved with the Lives of Men, which is, you know, shout out to Jason, also Frat Brother, mm-hmm. uh, Barasiemps. Um, Pantera, Pantera, and that's how I that's know how him. You know him. Right, I don't right, right, know right, right. him as Jason. Jason Rosario, King Carefree <laughs> on Instagram. Um, you know, and he does a very special... Uh, you know, um, he does a very special thing in, chronic, in chronicling the lives and the narratives of, of, of men, particularly black and brown men. And he's doing it by, by many different ways. Super creative brother. Uh, he left the corporate world to, to pursue that. And, wow. I'm, and I'm also helping him. But, you know, he's, he's about to take off. He's doing great things. Also, um, I'm working to, you know, there's an initiative to, to show kids um, how to create film. And, um, you know, just to allow them to be creative so that, you know, when it comes to their personal lives, they can find uh, solutions to complex problems. And, and right. we believe art does that. So shout out to Kevin Lopez, who's also a fraternity brother of mine. Um, he runs LPZ Media. You know, I know, I know. Heidel's going crazy. I know, but I see him, brother. He's, he's, Hulk, <laughs> he's Hulk Hogan it right now. His, his shirt, shirt is right now. He's, he ripped his, his shirt, shirt off. off. He's whipping yeah. out his letters yeah. here. I, this is yeah. crazy. I want to ask you, and, sure. and we're going to continue on that, but right. where do you find the time and balance? Because I know as an attorney, that takes time in there, but where do you get the energy? Where do you get the time? Because it, there is such a need right now, especially what you're doing is so needed because these kids... With so much going on right now, they have these talents and they're artistic and everything, but they need individuals like you. Right. But where do you find the energy and time to do that? Oh, so, you know, I've learned that, you you know, like for me, you know, drinking water, you know, or mm. s- staying away from stressful situations, like n- uh, blocking the troll in- instead of engaging. Yes. Mm. You know, um, Preach. You know, just prioritizing where your energy goes. And I think yeah. that's where it lies. Like, like if you feel, you know, and also understanding what energy is, you know, like if you feel that something's going to take a lot out of you and it's not, and it's not going to be good, it's not going to be for a good cause, then you learn how to, to avoid those situations. So I've done really good in that. You know, meditation helps me. Mm. Uh, but also being around positive-ass folks, man. Mm-hmm. Like you guys, you All know, like being day. here is super yeah. inspiring. So important. Like, you know, I was, I was tired like about a, an hour ago and, you know, and your energy. And we boost you up, yeah. yeah. We, you guys we, like coffee, man. No doubt. We're Human like, Red Bull. Yes. Yeah. We give you wings. <laughs> So back to the film yes, that you yes, were telling, because yes, yes. we're Jamie and I are familiar with Kevin because we've been involved in some of this stuff. And right. so tell me a little bit more and how you got involved in that aspect. Okay, of it. sure. So, um, you know, in the first like in the first movie. So LPZ Media is obviously uh, not obviously, but it's a media company mm-hmm. and, and they produced um, two films. The first one was Inquisition of Camilo Sanz. Um, and 
Kevin was actually living with me uh, because he wanted to actually start producing film. He's from Rockland County. So, mm -hmm. you know, he, um, you know, so he was my roommate. And then, you know, I just got a, as far as like the creative stuff, just going back and forth with him. Um, and it wasn't until the second film, uh, The Hudson Tribes, mm -hmm. that, that I started to, you know, I invested a little bit into the film, but I also started uh uh, you, you know, just producing. So, so I ended up being a producer in, the, in you know, in that film, you know, location sites and so forth, um, and somewhat in the creative, uh, you know, space with him as far as like, you know, maybe with the concept. Or Did that spark anything? Did that make you feel like, mm, I, I think this is something when I have a little bit more time and balance that I'm going to get involved with? Yes. It, well, it's sparking it, and that's my issue, right? You know, like I'm involved in all of these things that inspire me, but, but you know, I, I, you know, I try to understand where my energy lies like right now i'm dealing with people that are at risk of going to jail mm -hmm. so even though film mm. is great you know and 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 i support you know creating films and all that but i also have to focus on that so that unfortunately doesn't allow me to go all in but i'm always supporting it i'm always encouraging it um the hudson tribes by the way amazon prime is mm -hmm. on distribution shout out to the, you know the orchard tell us about that project yeah. what is it about what's the okay. premise sure so so the hudson tribes is a pretty interesting film it's very provocative uh it's, it's based out in rockland county that's where the lopez brothers are from right. and it's about the school <laughs> district and it's you know it talks about you know over the years there's been a, a, a you know a pretty uh heavy you know migration if that's the word you want to call of of just like Hasidic Jewish, and there's nothing against Hasidic Jewish mm -hmm. folks, but they've uh, pretty much taken over the school district. So what happens is a lot of the schools that used to cater the, to, to black and brown students, um, they are receiving less funding. And it's not because mm -hmm. anything illegal is happening. It's because, uh, you know, the members of the, of the school board are finding ways to allocate the funds that used to go to the black and brown schools to yeshivas. A loophole mm -hmm. would be... You know, we have some mental disabled kids that, that need the help, you know, special needs. Yeah. And therefore, you know, there's only a certain amount of money that goes into the school district. So it explores that. But the protagonist is, is, is Hasidic, uh, a Jewish kid wow. who saves the day. You know, you know, the teacher is, is Latina. People. You know, so it talks, you know. It, <laughs> I pull the Jew card when yeah. I need to. Word. Okay. There we go. There we go. <laughs> so, so, you know, there's a lot of racial conflict. But in the end. There's there's harmony, and that's the most important thing. I actually saw this movie, and uh, it's a story that you've never seen before. Like that's it's a really like it's it's an edge of your seat type movie in the sense that like you don't this is not a story that you really see in the news or anything. It, you know, you see all these movies a lot with like similar plots, but this is something that's new. Right. Shout out to everybody involved. I, Wait, I was I you, never. It was something that I was when, really surprised when you, about. When did you go? I went to a screening. Kevin invited me to a yeah, screening. That's right. And I think uh, you were supposed yeah, to come yeah. with me, but something something came up. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. That's oh, yeah. Good something to know. came up. Hmm. Really? All right. On the Bible. next, why you mad? Yeah, for real. Does he so, do that a lot too? He's I have a, I have a question. Do you feel that there's um? How do you inspire? How do you inspire other uh, this generation to get more involved in the community, especially being an attorney? Like, do you see that there's the interest that they just didn't, haven't been exposed to individuals like you to say, hey, look, this is something that you should look into. Right. Uh, yes. You know, they, they're, they're not exposed to like cats that look like them, that come, that speaks their language. Mm -hmm. Like, listen, I listen to trap music. I listen to reggaeton, you know, I'm, mm -hmm. you know, Fernandito, you know, um, I'm really invested in the culture, you know, which is why, um, you know, and I, I know you guys are, you know, I'm going to have Juno Diaz, you know, mm -hmm. this, this guy is like my spiritual advisor. Can't he doesn't wait. even know it. He's right. like the invisible advisor <laughs> that, 
that I, that I look to for guidance sometimes. Uh, but he has his finger on, the, you know, on, on culture and about being authentic, and people gravitate to that. So I think when I connect with these kids, I just try to be extremely authentic and also understand who I'm talking to. You know, uh, just to give you a, a small story. Tell us. Um, <laughs> Share your stories. Okay, okay. So when I was in, when I was in high school, I, I was like about a junior, so I wasn't really thinking too much about going to college. Um, and then a friend asked me, you know, you know, and at the time, you know, obviously, you know, you're, you're, you're a teenager, like your hormones is all over the place. <laughs> so, so are you, you know, and plus I went to all boys school. So I was like, you know, and, um, <laughs> so I was already out there. Like, yeah. Right. That's what we can relate. The right. Cardinal, the Cardinal Hayes and Mount St. Michael guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Being in an all boys school. That's yeah. where we come together. Like, oh, okay. It was yeah. tough. It was tough. Yeah. <laughs> Made it stronger though. Tough. Made it stronger. <laughs> so, um, so he, he asked me if. I plan to go to college. And I said, I don't know. I was kind of like on the fence about it. And he tells me, and we're in the middle of the block, and he was actually going to, to college. He was like the first guy from my crew that went to college. Mm. And very simply, very subtle, he said, you know what? Imagine if all these buildings here are, 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 are filled with people our age. And I was like, wow, that's a lot of young folks. That's a lot of parties. That's a lot of, you know, that's a good time. Yeah, he was like, yeah, imagine if the female to male ratio was like six to one. And I was like, you know what? I got to go to college. <laughs> was you know, it everything that he built he it up me. to be? <laughs> Listen, but you know, you get Cue to college. Cue the trap music. <laughs> Going to college montage is coming there up. There we go. But he met me where I was at. And, you know, obviously when I got to college, it was a lot bigger than that. It was it was more yeah. like the classes. Right. You know, I got into that. and you know, you But know, he spoke to you in your language. He spoke to me in my language. So you have to understand who you're talking to. And that's when, you know, a lot of cats don't know how to how to arrive at that point because you have to listen to them in order for you to know what's missing and how you can guide them. Now, we were briefly talking back uh, backstage. Um, that we, we call it? say that. <laughs> you love saying backstage. The like, back room. Well, that's not, the back room sounds like DL. One day we'll be on Broadway, Jamie. One day, okay? But now uh, we're in a Back studio. in the alleyway before the show. Um, um, briefly about you, uh, your writing. Yes, You know, yes. you're currently working on a fiction book. Yes, on a fiction um, book. Now, I don't know what it's about, but I'm, I'm, my other question is, uh, the cases that you, is, is it something to do with the, your profession? Because I feel like there's a lot of stories in what you do as a lawyer. Um, is are Do those inspire you to write your stories? Or is it a completely different genre? Are you like, I'm into sci-fi, <laughs> uh, you know. It's a gardening book? It's a body or... <laughs> It's actually a cookbook. It's a cookbook. It's a cookbook? Yeah, about tres golpes. We'll bring you back so you can plug the book next okay, time we're okay. about to come out. Definitely, definitely. But yes, it is inspired by, by what I do professionally. It's also inspired by, you know, just music, like what I've gotten out of music. Um, lessons taught to me by either my mother or, or people that I, that have inspired me in the past. So as many lessons coming to it, but you know, there's a there's multiple characters in the book, and, and one specific character specifically deals his issues um, are definitely relevant to what I'm doing as far as my practice. But you know, this is a book that I'm going to be tackling immigration, race, oh, wow. the criminal uh, justice system. Um, you know, but it, it, the immigration process, as far as like the trauma of, of coming to a country that you don't know much about, you don't know the language and stuff, you know, and what that does, the American dream, you know, what we consider, you know, the American dream 
to an immigrant may be different to someone else, you know? So it's like a heavy book. Like you're yeah. writing your, but it's cool. You, at you the same your laptop? Time. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. At the same time, I'm picturing your laptop. Like, yo, all right, this is all right. I got a chapter two now. I know, so I know what Charlie's doing though. You're going to flip it into a movie too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. LPC uh, media. I'll be that's sending right. you my resume. That's right. That's I'm right. I'm going to be going in there for the lead. Thank you. Thank you. I realized that we had something that we had that similarity <laughs> when he was in Cosmos, Cosmopolitan when he, oh, made, he was voted in there, that? and I was like, yeah, I yeah. Mean, you've grown so much. Since, yes, yes, but yes. When we had you on the Bolchicha Bueno show. Yes. You were the New York representative for Mister Cosmopolitan. Cosmopolitan. Man that's of the right. Year? That's Whoa. right. And shout out to Eileen for hooking that up. She, you know, Cuse alumni. Is um, that like a dating thing? No, like people no. voted for him. Yeah. He was auctioned yeah. off. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know how much uh, some uh, rich Upper East Side uh, woman bought him. <laughs> and uh, they were started. They were. St- are you still dating? Or? <laughs> Is she a sugar mama? Definitely not. Definitely not. No, but it was a cool experience. Uh, it was something that was kind of out of my character. Um, I was a sophomore. A sophomore. A second year in law school. Uh, a friend of mine, Eileen, again, uh, you know, asked me if she can send some photos in. And, you know, and I was, I remember I had gone to Brazil to like just celebrate the fact that I had finished my second year. And and I get the call out there. I mean, I get the email saying that I've been selected from like 150 applications to uh, represent New York as like the top bachelor for New York. That's so nice. Yeah, it was cool. It was, yeah, I could tell my grandson, or my grandchild, that my granddaughter. New York's that. a big city. It's like it's a top bachelor yeah, in New York. But it's not, it's not for it was a, Cosmo. It was. <laughs> It was a low application rate there, yeah, I'm sure. No, Charlie, <laughs> be proud of that, okay? We were certainly proud of you. Yes, yes, and I, and I appreciate the love that you guys gave me and continue to give me. Always, I appreciate that. Always. Charlie, I'm going to ask a question for, like, the dumb audience. You know, mm-hmm. I usually ask questions for the slow people that follow us. Um, you know, we want to know <laughs> right. what really goes on in a courtroom, right? I'm, we're, we're, as people that have grown up watching Law and Order and all these law movies where everybody, have, like, we want to know, have you ever had a dramatic closing statement that, you know, brought tears to people's eyes? Is it, is it that dramatic or is it really like when you're in a courtroom, it's not that there's a lot of just like, you know, waiting and, and you know, but so enlighten people who've never, like, being a lawyer, like right. or in real life and right. not in like the flashy TV movie version. Right, right. What well, is it do you do really in there? Okay, so in real life, you know, first of all, it starts with the arraignment, right? You know, you get the call sometimes at 11 p.m., you know, oh, I've gotten arrested. And, mm. and, you know, okay, like I understand the family's like going ballistic. Mm. And you're like, all right, well, you know, the process is that the person uh, has to be processed by, by the police officers before they arrive in court. So you have to explain that to, you know, like the family. Once they get to court, I think the law is within 24 hours you're supposed to see a judge. So you can be behind bars before seeing a judge for up to 24 hours, unless there's, like, exceptional circumstances, um, like warrants from other states and stuff like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're there, and you're, you're trying to find out the charges. Mm. Um, obviously, if it's a very, you know, uh, like, if it's a homicide, you, you know, usually the judge doesn't give bail. You know, um, they just remand the defendant. But if it's, like, other issues like drugs or uh, assaults, you know, you have to, like, really fight for your client, especially if there's a, a prior criminal history. Um, so usually you have the family in your ear, like, I, wanna, I want my child not to go to Rikers Island. Everyone is afraid to go to Rikers Island. Mm-hmm. So that's the initial, like, the, you know, after the arraignment, 
um, after the arraignment, if they are released, then the tension kind of goes down because, you know, unfortunately, the courts are, are, are bogged down by many cases, not enough courtrooms, not enough judges. So uh, it may take up to a year or so for a case to go to trial. So that's you going back and forth to court. To, to, to deal with your case. Um, if it does go to trial, you know, a lot of people think that most cases go to trial. Most cases don't go to trial. Um, I, I think I read the number uh, 80-something, 80 82 or 83 cases, percent of cases don't go to trial. Wow. Mm. So, right. So, you know, but if you do go to trial, obviously you want to do the best for your client, especially if he's facing jail time. Uh, you know, I've, I've dealt with, you know, with clients that have like three kids and, you know, and because of, you know, whether it was a small mistake or, or whether it was because self-defense, you know, and they kind of like overdid it a little bit. You know, they were facing five to seven years in jail. And it's like, you know, I'm a believer in second chances. That's why I came into this profession, you know. So um, and also at the end of the day, the people have to prove their burden that uh, that you did something beyond a reasonable doubt. And you always have to hold them to it, because if you don't, if that becomes a custom, then they can just pick up anybody and throw them away in jail without having to prove their case, right. you know? So, so you know, so, yeah, trial can get dramatic as... F- yeah. Yes. I have a piggyback question. Sure. Do you... Are you able to separate these cases from personal? Do you ever bring this home with you? Do you ever think about and have pity for these people or, like, think about their families and their children? And if so, how do you separate that? Right. Um, so, you know, at... A few years ago, I, I made the commitment to, to, to focus on self-care because I didn't know the answer to that question. Um, so I started going to the gym. I started, um, you know, drinking a lot more water. You always care. You always care. But you also realize what, you know, what your, what your limitations are. And you also understand what the system is. And that is the issue with the criminal justice system is that there's so many issues with it. So as a, as, as a, as a one person, you realize that you can make... That, that the judge may not see things your way, and that's going to happen, you know? So are you going to be too exhausted fighting, you know, um, or, or too depressed? Sometimes you just have to get over it. But, mm. again, you always have to do what you can for, for each client without deteriorating your health. Because that's why, you know, you know, Johnny Cochran died, you know, whether it was associated to his practice or not, he died at an early age. That's tough. And, you know, and I want to live. I want to see my, my kids, you know, I want to... You know, you know, I want to see them get married. Once I do have kids, you know, obviously, I'm, you know, so... You the know. defense actually needs to rest. Right. Oh, occasionally. Jamie. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Jamie! Exactly. 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 Quick, quick question. I know Mike has a final question for you. Are you single? Yes, I am. Okay. I am. I'm, I'm dating. Ladies. I'm dating. I'm dating, but but I'm, I'm, I'm single. <laughs> yeah. No objection there. <laughs> now nah, I'm just throwing out lawyer terms. Yeah, I know. Overruled. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to say... Yana! I, I also approach the bench, Jamie. <laughs> this whole podcast is out of order. <laughs> you can't you know handle the truth. I'm holding you in contempt. Okay, sidebar, Rachel. Can I talk to you? <laughs> sidebar. Good. I know. You guys, Charlie, you guys, would say something. No, no. You guys can do arraignments, man. You guys can do trials. I just watch a lot of SVU. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and Bull. I love Bull. I know that. But but I just wanted to say, you know, New York City is a, is a tough place to date, you know? Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Especially like if you're busy and, you know, it's all about timing and Absolutely. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My last question for mm. you is we were talking before that you have a thing that's called the mastermind. Yes. Can you let the audience know about that? Because I think it's amazing what you guys yes. are doing. And that's what I, exactly what I wanted to talk about mm-hmm. right now. Mastermind Connect is also a, a men's group. 
that um, is involved in bringing men together for the purposes of of helping them through mental health, helping them, you know, uh, 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 encourage them in their careers. Also, uh, you know, the the uh, strongest link is just as, uh, as strong as, uh, as the weakest link in that everyone comes with their strengths and they and, and their and their role in the organization is to teach everyone what they know from whatever field that they're in. So, you know, each individual member comes in um, having to do events. You know, for, for example, I, 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 you know, I, I'm a lawyer, so I, I would go in there and I would talk to them about criminal defense or like if I write, I talk to them about fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have uh, book meetings with them, you know, and, and I've encouraged them um, you know, well, you know, many of them do read, but I, like I encourage certain brothers to pick up certain books uh-huh. that may be relevant to whatever they're going through in their lives. So it's a powerful organization. The 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 three metas, the the three principles is uh, resource, reciproc, you know, resourcefulness, reciprocity, and respect. Mm. And I think that sets the tone for each individual member that comes into the organization. It's like you have to, you know, also do the work. But you will, you know, you would really benefit from this as well. And you know, shout out to Mastermind Connect, you know, Mike, Manny, you know, Vern, all those guys, uh, Marlon. You know, they're doing amazing work. It's a young organization, but the stuff that they have done, the events, you know, the mentorship, is is amazing. And I think that's like so important. 2018, and I think where that's the advantage right now is that these type of events social media helps out right. the connecting the emailing because i think that that is what empowers us as a group right is really sharing the resources i've always said that my father worked in construction but he was friends with the electrician with the plumber and all that and they all together were right. helping each other out constantly and really was a, a resource right and so i feel that that's the same thing it's so needed for us I, you know it's like a thought sociedad you know you mm-hmm. know like in you know you know your family probably was into sociedad you know everybody puts in a little money it's an intellectual sociedad yeah and you know what can we bet you know there's a lot to benefit from yeah you know, Definitely. we just have to trust each other and create safe spaces. And I think we're doing a better job of, uh, now, you know, as, as men, we're, we're walking away from egos. We're, we're allowing or, or we're, we're allowing ourselves to be vulnerable. But also, like, the women are doing a phen- they've always been doing a, ph- a phenomenal job in being the strength in our community. And now they're doing it unapologetically. So shout out to Word. the women. Yeah. You know, Rachel is a perfect example, prime oh, example of that. You know. Rachel. but she is she is is. we we you mentioned this before and the fact that brown people need people like us to stand up and like you know explore our voices and portray them in the media is so important and relevant now more than ever and i talk about this all the time on the podcast like being a latina we're so underrepresented across all aspects of life especially media and like you're taking your profession and doing something that's a little non-traditional right you're right. you're entering into show business you're helping cultivate these voices right. and i commend you for that and i think that that's a prime example of like everybody who's listening right now no matter what you're doing if you're an accountant if you're um a teacher whatever you do there's also a little pocket that you can give back and you know explore these voices and help elevate our voices in the community no matter what it is thank you so we have to continue doing that. We're so thankful for you to have Thank come you. on this show. You guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. What an I'm amazing awesome. and eye-opening an amazing show time. this was. Thank you. We still have a, one more segment. You're going to stick around for stick around. Uh, You're going to be first. We're going to be doing the que lo que segment. Let's do it. Que lo que, que lo que, que lo que. Un, dos, tres, vamos a bailar otra vez. Que lo que, que lo que, que lo que.
what we tell everybody. Que lo que. So, Charlie Vargas, que lo que. Que lo que. What you got going on? How can people find out about all those wonderful things that you're doing for the community and your private services, like your practice? Sure. Well, uh, you can. I have a website, charlieavargas.com. That's C-H-A-R-L-I-E-A-V-A-R-G-A-S.com. You can also catch me on Instagram. You know, it's, it's a little bit of the profession, a little bit of my personal life, a little bit of me encouraging causes out there that, that, that I hold close to my to my heart. Uh, that's Charlie Vargas ESQ. Again, C-H-A-R-L-I-E-V-A-R-G-A-S-E-S-Q. Awesome. I'm also on Twitter. I'm, I'm, I'm rarely on Twitter, though, but, but you can find me on Twitter as well. What's your handle on Twitter? Uh, I think it's Charlie Vargas ESQ. <laughs> Charlie in charge at Twitter. That's right. That's right. He, has a more fun, he has a more fun name in Twitter. <laughs> right. So, but real quick, again, Hudson Tribes, uh, please support the movie. Um, it's on Amazon Prime because if you support this one, you'll support many more others. And that's how we do it. Um, you know, we have to come together. Amazon Prime. It's going to come out. It's, it's potentially going to come out in other big networks as well. So uh, awesome. look forward to that. Yes, yes, yes. And people, check out the copy that's beneath the podcast description because we're going to include links to everything. Your social you. media and links to where they can see the film on Amazon. Who's next? I'll go next. Okay. The uh, Corriente Latina shout out is The Wrinkle of Time. They're going to be doing screening there. So go check out. No, Jamie. Yes, please. No. I got to see You can't win. Man. And also, they have, have uh, a Coco, the digital copy, which um, they're going to be giving away. So you can oh, download hook it, up. it. Hook it up. I'll hook that up. <laughs> Uh, my shout outs I want to give a shout out I, I discovered this show today they're doing amazing stuff they already had a couple of episodes on YouTube it's called Quiero the show um, and they had a couple of uh, guests in there and it's amazing so look it up Quiero the show um Quick shout-outs to B.B. Bronx. He has a remix for God's Plan. It's, it's freaking amazing. Shout-outs to our winner that won the tickets for the Bad Bunny. That's going to be on March 1st. Jason Brenton from the Bronx. He won the tickets. Congratulations. And my podcast shout-out of the week is Cabrones and Chingonas. Ooh. Check them out on Twitter. The CYC Podcast. And listen to them. They're amazing. Awesome. Next, you want me to go? You want to go? I'll just, because I have a quick one. Just shout-out to... Um, EOP Comedy, which is a uh, it's a uh, it's a new um, comedy platform. Comedy platform that we're affiliated with. Uh, they're coming out with a video, their first official video um, for Dominican Independence Day. It's uh, it's a funny video. It's it's based on really uh, tough to pronounce Dominican names. <laughs> um, that's all I'm gonna say. But um, we just saw a rough cut uh, today, actually, and it's hilarious, and it should be coming out. Um, on Dominican Independence Day, but by this point, you'll hear this. It'll already be out, right? Yeah. So check it out. EOP Comedy on Facebook, EOP Comedy on Instagram. Um, also, shout out to Lord Juan Snow on Instagram because uh, it was his brainchild. Yes. And um, yeah, it should be funny. And that's all. And my Jay Ferns at Instagram, if you're nasty. I love that we're working together on EOP Comedy. That's awesome. You know what I'm saying? It's at the it's at the beginning stages, but it, it's it could be end up being like a really uh, fun. Yeah. So shout project. out to John Leguizamo for having the vision and putting us on, and everybody who's working on it right now. All right, I have a few, just a couple shows coming up. So on March third, you can catch me at the Tank. That's three twelve West Thirty Sixth Street at nine thirty p.m. I'll be doing a ten minute character monologue at the Netflix and No Chill podcast release on Friday, March 9th. You can catch me at Bragging Rights at the People's Improv Theater at eight p.m. Get some tickets at the Pit NYC dot com. Some writing, some performing. It should be fun. Saturday, March. 
March 17th, a.k.a. St. Patty's Day. You can catch me at Sketchcram at UCB Hell's Kitchen at midnight on Friday, March 30th. Um, and Saturday, March 31st, I'll be part of the Diverse as Fuck Comedy Festival with um, Crazy Sexy Cruel, which was the all-female comedy show that I did. We'll be doing a little bit of a show there, as well as with Room 28 Comedy on Saturday, March 31st. Nice. So, yeah, you can catch me at Rachel La Loca. Thank you so much to everybody listening. Thank you to Charlie Vargas for Thank everything you for that you me. do. And love you guys. We love you so much. To all of our listeners out there, please help us tell a friend to tell a friend. We need some more iTunes reviews and ratings. They're definitely on the rise, right, Mike? Yes. But we could use a few more. And listen, it's not just because we want them, okay? It's because we want iTunes to pay attention to us. And the only way iTunes will pay attention to us is if they know that people are listening. And they know that people are listening if you leave reviews and ratings. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Cool. Preach. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. We out. Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda vaina. Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.